Hello, ghostly listeners. You've got Jake here from Ghostly Activities. I know it's been a hot second, but I had to do my big move. And right now I'm set up in my temporary uh, recording studio with a big old cup of coffee. Mm. I do love strong coffee. All right. <laughs> so today's episode is about haunted minds. And I call this one reliving past disasters. Because with a lot of minds, you, what you get is a residual haunting. It's not necessarily the intelligent kind, which is where the spirit will interact with you. These are the types of hauntings that replay the disastrous event over and over again. So it's just stepping back a little bit when we think about what, okay, a haunted mine, right? We know it's a hole in the ground or the hole in the side of a hill or a mountain, right? But it's what caused the accident itself, which is the thing that really leads to the haunting. And in most cases, it's going to come down to about two things. And that's going to be a cave-in or it's going to be some kind of explosion. Now, the explosions are pretty interesting. There's all sorts of things that can cause the explosions. But just stepping back to the cave-in, which is really what we think about when there is a mining disaster. And in general, it's just there's some kind of fault in the support mechanisms. Maybe the, the cave-in hasn't been... or so Maybe the mine hasn't been um, excavated correctly. But essentially, the support columns give way. There's some kind of event that happens which causes the roof of the mine to collapse. Now, this isn't... I mean... Mines are pretty well engineered now, not so much the case back in the 1800s. A lot of the safety stuff that we get today started up in the 1920s after all of the cave-in disasters and deaths, and more emphasis on safety as well as unionization uh, for the workers is really what did it. But anyway, the cave-in, you know, you hear the rumbling, it collapses, usually there's a bit of a clue before the the cave-in happens um and in general it's not the entire cave that collapses. it's usually a branch off the main shaft that does it now like i said modern days the miners have air tanks they've got face masks there's usually other escape routes everywhere for them but it still happens and in general it's not being crushed that kills the miners it's they suffocate because they run out of air but, like I said, with modern mining, there's usually air wells put in or something that's pumping air into the entire system. So we don't hear about it as much. It still happens. And in 2010, that happened at the Upper Big Branch Mine in Naoma. And I hope I pronounced that correctly. I couldn't find a way to pronounce it online. West Virginia. It killed 29 miners. Um, so, you know, it's still risky. We don't hear about it as much in the United States anymore. I think some of the most famous ones came out of Mexico and Chile and might have been over the past 20 years. But safety standards have improved. Things aren't perfect across the globe. Now, the cave-in itself, there's a certain type of rock that's worse than the others, and that's limestone. Now, with limestone, um, if it's, it's not... Okay, it's not like marble, okay? When limestone gets wet it starts to break down 
and a lot of times limestone is associated with water. And if you're a ghost hunter and stuff, you know, you hear limestone in the underwater river, you're like, ooh, you get really excited about it, at least I do, because there's something about water and limestone that tends to, I, I don't know if I want to say it, attract or maybe sear a haunting into a spot. But getting those two together theoretically is a good indication that there could be a haunt there. Now, the other thing with limestone, it's usually tied to a type of mine disaster called inundation. And in the case of inundation, there's usually an underground river, underground lake, the miners get too close, the water breaks through, fills the branch, the mine with water, and everyone drowns. That doesn't happen as much anymore. It was actually not so uncommon, <laughs> right? Uh, back in the day. And, you know, this is, that's kind of creepy to think that you're all underground and stuff. I think the most known case of inundation was the Knox Mine disaster. That was Jenkins Township over in Pennsylvania. Uh, as far as I know, that is the last major case of inundation. And again, that one has happened right around 1900, and they were excavating under a river when they got too close to the riverbed and the water came crashing through and drowned everyone. But the most common is a damp. And you're right, and you're thinking, how can we're talking about mines? How can you have a, a damp? Well, a damp leads to an explosion. Uh, and explosions are probably the most common mining disaster nowadays. So with the damp, it's really a combination of carbon dioxide and monoxide and other really noxious, nasty gases that happen mainly in coal mines. So you can imagine as you're drilling, and drilling to the ground in coal specifically, you're going to get a lot of coal dust in the air. And we all know coal burns easily. So if you can imagine taking the pick, pickaxe hitting the side of the mine, sparking, and boom. And that's the most common kind. Now, there, there is one damp that doesn't necessarily explode, but it smothers, and we'll get to that one. Um, so overall, when you talk about a damp, it's going to be a fire damp. Now, if you didn't know, there's five kinds. I, I didn't know this until I was researching it. But fire damp is methane that builds up. So, you know, methane, <laughs> one spark, boom. Uh, and that's probably the most common type. But there's another one, which is called black damp. It's carbon dioxide, some water vapor, other noxious ga gases. This is the one that suffocates folks and you wouldn't necessarily know you've got it so i mean now back in the day they would do the lanterns you'd hear about the canaries the canaries dying in the coal mine that is a black damp situation okay uh you wouldn't even know it's going to be a really slow subtle suffocation the next one is white damp and this is uh carbon monoxide mainly. There's some other explosive gases in there as well. White damp can be co caused by uh, another um, combustion, another type of explosion or fire that happens. This is a gas that's left behind. Uh, the other one is stink damp. 
and it's hydrogen sulfide and some other noxious gases. This one is horrible because it's a, it, not only will can it blow up and stuff, but it burns your skin. So if you hit a pocket of this stuff, it's going to it's going to burn you, but not necessarily a big explosion. So this is the one that really creeps me out. And the other one is a WTF kind of moment, and that's after damp. And this gas is probably the most explosive. But the weird thing is it is produced by another explosion. So this, these are like the leftover gases. And usually after damp is even more powerful when it explodes. It's also poisonous, so you could have the fire, something explodes, you get a wave of after damp. If you breathe it, it's poisonous and it could kill you in minutes as well. So it's kind of like an explosive um, white damp. Wow, you know? <laughs> so mines, especially coal mines, that's no joke. Um, I... I Wow. I mean, as I was going through this. So I'm, these are these are the main causes for the mining disasters, right? And when it comes to the ghostly activity, uh, it usually get a pretty consistent type haunting. Like I said, it's residual. Most of them are residual in nature, I should say. Uh, and in that case, it's going to be the scene that happened right before and right after the explosion or the cave-in. So a lot of times what you get is you get screams and wailings coming from and wailing coming from empty shafts. Again, that's because of injured miners. You get the sound of scraping metal tools. Makes perfect sense. I mean, the guys, and I'm sure there were some ladies too, swinging pickaxes trying to get the ore out. Footsteps on rock or gravel. This one's pretty common, um, but always pay, always put a lot of skepticism on that one because the way sound echoes in a grave, it could just be someone in the main part of the shaft too. So I would say if you're on a ghost hunt, have everyone together and not move. So you can detect that. Uh, the sounds of the elevators going up and down. The cracking or knocking, and this is specific to the cave-in situation. And even inundation, you'll hear, you might hear the low rumble. When a cave-in happens, the cracking, like if you've been through an earthquake, you watch the movies, you hear about the cracking, it would be something like that. A lot of shadowy figures going across the wall. Again, you have to take this one and be skeptical about it because you, you would want your team together. The lighting's not good. There's going to be a lot of shadows. So if you were together, it would reduce the chances of it being a false positive. Sulfur. Now, it's not demonic. It's because of that fire damp that had sulfide in it. You're going to have the stinky eggs. Okay. Um... But yeah, I mean, with that one too, you have to think, okay, did we just just step through a damp? Okay, because remember this one is going to burn you and smother you as well. Uh, but one of the big thing is more of a personal experience, and that deals with suffocating. You're going to feel like something is squeezing the air out of you, or you can't breathe. Uh, so, so that's what you're going to get from a haunted mine. The other thing, I want to talk about some paranormal activity that can be there, and you might have heard of Tommyknockers. There was a movie by Stephen King and a book about it. And a lot of people believe, well, there's a couple couple of, of things. For the folks that came over from Europe, specifically the British Isles, a Tommyknocker is like a goblin or a dwarf that was in the mines. 
Some say they're there to protect the miners and scare them away or alert them before a cave-in. Um, I didn't read anything about Tommy knockers and the damps and explosions. Um, but they believe essentially it's fae, fairies that would let the miners know. The other thing is, and this is more of a North American phenomenon, is that the Tommy knockers are actually ghosts of previous miners who have died in the shafts. And they're there to warn people and get them out of the mines before there's an accident. Um, and that's what, you know, that's kind of the paranormal part of it. It seems like there's a good paranormal warning system, right? Um, I would still fall on technology and modern technology. But if you're curious about more mining investigations and haunted mines, you can read about this at ghostlyactivities.com. I've got a ghost story for Black Diamond, which is one of the most notorious mines in Washington State. Got a Did a ghost hunt there as well. Went to Buckley Cemetery. Buckley Cemetery is another town in uh, Washington State, not so far from Black Diamond. It was known for its mining disasters and if you go to the cemetery there you can read about and see some of the uh, gravestones for the miners and then if you are in california if you go out to jackson which is about an hour southeast of sacramento jackson was one of the big gold mining towns and you can visit a lot of the different mines there and check it out so with that ghostly listeners i'd say thank you very much for tuning in uh, expect me to post more podcasts uh now that I'm set up in my new house. All right. Thank you very much. Take care.